0: Good morning and welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers is happy and delighted. I'm so happy and delighted to be back with part two with Megan Spurgeon. Good morning, Megan. Good
1: morning.
0: Megan was with Empower UC. She's the director there. We had her on last week and she was so kind and gracious to come back this week because there's more that we want to talk about Empower UC and and the $25 million grant that y'all have received and the Highlands Training Center that just has just coming about and opening now and we're just excited about that and you have all the information. Um first, how's your week been?
1: It's been great. been a great beautiful day on Tuesday. That was that was a good perk to the week for oh, sure. That was nice, wasn't yeah, it? it was um nice.
0: how's, how was your weekend? Did you do anything fun?
1: Uh we are doing a kitchen renovation, so no. It's not fun. No fun. No
0: <clears> fun. Not fun. <laughs> I, I would rather build something from scratch than renovate anything ever.
1: hmm Yeah. Luckily uh, I have a very handy husband and dad, but um yeah. yeah I was on the cleanup
0: crew. <laughs> I don't even enjoy the demolition <laughs> part. People like to enjoy sling and slam chambers. Uh, I did that in college with, with my best friend Lyn McHenry I've had on here before and, and I built houses with him and and you you get excited you're 20, 21, you're get excited you want to destroy some stuff and then after about forty five minutes or an hour you're done.
1: No it's I'm done yeah. with
0: this. I'm done destroying the shower and the tiles flying everywhere getting in your eyes and, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and anyway. they don't they don't let me play with the power tools either so I just
0: you know so you're like Joey from Friends. Yeah. You, dr- <laughs> you drill a hole through the wall and about to take somebody's head okay. Yeah <laughs>
1: pretty much pretty much
0: we will not have you on for a power tool segment yes. then.
1: Not not my thing.
0: So glad you've had a good week and again thanks for being here. I know you're so busy with Empower UC and everything going on with the UCHRA. UCHRA and and we talked last week about how Empower UC is uh, an agency within side a division mm-hmm. within the department, yeah. department within side uh, inside UCHRA. So the 25 million dollar grant we talked briefly about it but Let's let's just do a little recap. That's why Empower UC exists, right?
1: Correct. Absolutely. And
0: so when that twenty five million dollar grant came in, what was the thought process?
1: Well, we were very fortunate. We were one of 17 or 18. The number escapes me now individual or entities that received a planning grant. So we had a three month planning grant from January to March of 2022 to write the grant to bring together a collective impact group to brand, brand what we wanted to do, name it. Um, we actually started with Made Strong in the UC and it evolved over time once we realized that that wasn't really a right fit for what we were looking to do. And that's when Empower Upper Cumberland was decided among all the core partners in the initiative.
0: I love the term Empower. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's been something that I've been more accustomed to going through leadership programs at UT and going through my leaders, my master's in leadership, and public service. And we throw out two words that we throw out all the time in our in my master's program that start with E and M or empower and empathy.
1: Empathy.
0: Yeah. And um, there's they're very strong words to me. They They make an impact when I hear those two words. I always think of the positive of it mm-hmm. i don 't look at the negative i don 't think there 's any negative as long as you have both of those, right as long as you can empower and have empathy for people um, so I love the name, yeah, did you decide that finally
1: i do 't know i honestly Take credit. Take credit. I, 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 if anyone can get the credit it 's our marketing team. <laughs> they are the ones that did such a great job to put so it together humble. yeah, so humble yeah, Macy uh, and Amy really were the well, ones for that
0: it, it is a great a great uh, title for a department that is simply here to serve, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you have the money, you set up Empower UC. Your mission is, again, what is the mission of Empower UC?
1: So our vision is prosperity for all, which is just pretty short, sweet to the point. That's what we're looking to do. And our mission is inspiring and equipping families, individuals, and communities to prosper.
0: So you're impacting everybody here in the Cumberland.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the coolest thing about the development of a collective impact group that we have with Tennessee Tech, Highlands Training Center, the, the foundation, the whole group is right now we're looking at poverty and designing ways to help and help families come out of poverty. But now that we have an established collective impact group, there are other things that we can go after. And when there are issues in the community, we can work to try and overcome those as well.
0: So through my work uh, with the Putnam Education Partnership, I'm on that, that board, we talk about our mission is similar, but it's focused on students, right? Mm-hmm. We're 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 there to help them remove roadblocks from students so so they can learn. Absolutely. Some of those students have roadblocks because of poverty, mm-hmm. and I think they at a meeting last week or the week before we have we have four hundred students designated as homeless. Mm-hmm.
1: It's and that means the number has grown because it was three hundred last year. Yeah, and yeah. there's
0: more even there's even more than the four hundred that are considered on the poverty line or mm-hmm. right, under the poverty line, mm-hmm. right? So what you're doing is affecting those families and those families have children and hopefully that we can lift those up above the poverty line
1: absolutely
0: reason for the highlands trading center is exactly what you just said and falls into the mission of empower U C. yeah and so when the 25 million dollar grant came empower U C was developed you had your collective group to get together how did the highlands trading center idea come about what was what was the conversation what did it look like
1: So when we were basically developing the grant and looking at how we wanted to tackle this, we realized we couldn't just focus on families. We couldn't just focus on employers. We couldn't just focus on communities. We really needed to have an approach to go at it from all angles basically. So each of our core partners in the initiative are focusing on one of those three pathways basically. So our uh, foundation and the development district are kind of looking at things from a community approach. How can we fix things on a community level? Um UCHRA and uh, WCTE Ready to Learn is focusing on things through the family level. We're working directly with the families to, to, to help them and help better equip them to meet the goals that they have for themselves and empowering them. Keyword there, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, empowering them to be the ones to do it, but we'll be along their sides to help them along the way. And then from the employer lens, we have the Upper Cumberland Local Workforce Board who is working to train employers and provide that training to them on what it is like to employ someone who it does live in poverty or is coming out of poverty and to understand the best way to manage them so that they can, you know, retain them long term. And for Highland's side of it, working with the employers is developing the, the, the um, candidates' with their soft skills and giving them a better foundation so that they can be a better long-term employee.
0: Yeah. And so I, I, I'll go back. I think we missed this last week. I'm sorry if I repeat myself, I go back to the um, grand opening of the training center. Mm-hmm. Uh, the address Great is, is yeah. what's the address again? Do you remember off the top of your head?
1: Oh goodness. Um, it's Co- across from Johnson's nursery. Yeah. Copper, Spring, <laughs> Copper um, oh goodness. Springs or, or look something. Yeah, yeah. We'll
0: figure it out yeah. after the next break. But anyway, so. Uh, this is how big of an impact this whole process has made on the Upper Cumberland, and when I say the Upper Cumberland, there were more there were people there at the grand opening or the ribbon cutting, I mm-hmm. should say. Um, the the only people that were there were not from just Cookville and Putnam County. There were people from the upper Cumberland. Absolutely. I saw several county mayors there. I saw uh, some commissioners. I saw business people outside of Putnam County because of the Hollings Economic Partnership, which mm-hmm. I'm on the chamber board, and I'm well aware of what goes on there with Jackson, White, Putnam, and Overton. Mm-hmm. Those folks are very involved. So this impacts them as well. But that's why there was such a big turnout for, for I mean, it's one of the many reasons, is mm-hmm. that it involves everybody in the Upper Cumberland. Yeah. Um It's very, it's just unique. Mm-hmm. We've never had anything like this, right, mm-hmm. in the Upper Cumberland?
1: Not, not to my knowledge, and I don't know that there is anything specifically like it in the state. You right. know, it's very unique, very unique. So it had
0: over 200 people there at the mm-hmm. ribbon cut and the place was full.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it parking
1: was, was tapped. It, it was <laughs>
0: tapped. Luckily I got there early enough so I could have a decent parking spot, but people were walking down the road and, <laughs> uh, you know, they were running late cause I had to park so far away, but that's how big of a deal this is. Mm-hmm. And, and I, that's why I'm doing this show. And that's why I wanted you here is to enlighten people that listen about the great things everybody in this community is doing. We're working together, and we haven't, even, we haven't even touched the the, the the details, gotten to the details of what the Holland Trainer Center is going to do yet. We're going to today, but – I can't stress enough how awesome we have it here in, in this, uh, this community at Upper Cumberland and Putnam County with people like you and the development district, Mark Farley and, um, the chamber with Amy new and her staff and then mm-hmm. Putnam County and Jackson County and Overton County and White County, all those mayors and those commissions that are involved. All, mm-hmm. It's just amazing how everybody's working together. Yeah, absolutely. And so I know you're getting a lot of calls, yeah. but you are, cause you are the go-to. I, I am. And
1: yeah. that's
0: again, that's why I'm thankful you're because is you're busy. <laughs> um, I it just, I get excited about talking about it. So we're, we're, we're there that night at the ribbon cutting. All these people are coming in. Uh, we have a little bit of time. You did not speak. Uh, I was wanting to just hear. just
1: more f- than fine with. I know that.
0: I know that. <laughs> but I was wanting to hear from you, too, because of all the involvement you've had. But, you know, Amy New got to speak. And then she had uh, Ryan Barnhart, who's the director of the Highlands Training Center, mm-hmm. which I'm going to have Ryan and his team Good. on. Because, yeah. uh, I'm, but I want to start with you because I the grant. That. The grant came in and Empower UC was created, and now we are with the Hollis Training Center. So kind of, I'm kind of going in, in, gotcha, yeah. in, 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 in the chronological order of how things are going. So I'm going to have them on, but it was just amazing. Yeah. I, I can't stress enough how awesome it was.
1: Yeah, it could, uh, you could have a full series with all the partnerships we have. And, and frankly, I failed to mention Tennessee Tech. They're on the education pathway with us. So, you know, we're focused on the education, workforce, community. In the families. So they're kind of tied in with Ready to Learn on the education piece as well. Who
0: so. is the contact at Tech that you're working with? Uh,
1: Dr. Jennifer Taylor.
0: Taylor. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Jennifer Taylor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And so I would love to have her on. And yeah. then, you know, it, it's just if there's a series, I, I should do a series, probably. <laughs> I'll do it over time. I don't do it back to back, but it's just amazing. So um, other partners, you've mentioned some partners, but, you know, we have the $25 million funding. Are there other partners putting in money other than the twenty-five million dollar grant?
1: Right now, it is solely funded through the Department of Human Services okay. through that TANF Opportunity Act funding. So,
0: tell me what TANF stands for.
1: Temporary Assistance for Needy Families. Is,
0: so, yeah. thank you for that. I knew, I remember that, but a lot of people are like, "What is it?" Tennessee Association of something mm-hmm. something. I'm like, no, it's it's more about helping. National too. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's
1: the national program for it. So. Exactly. So, mm-hmm.
0: how often do do you then? This is, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. Are you aware of how often? This community gets TANF grants. Does it happen every year? Yeah.
1: So um, I know last week we spoke we spoke about workforce and how mm-hmm. they do procurements, and they did the same thing for uh, TANF. Leading up until I think this year, they're no longer outsourcing it to other uh, community entities. Currently, Workforce Essentials holds that family's first grant for the for TANF in our region. Um, they are, I believe, pulling it back in-house. I don't know enough about it to talk on it, um, but I think that the Department of Human Services is going to begin providing those family-first services going forward.
0: So TANF has been around for how long, do you know?
1: Oh, it, I mean, since since the War on Poverty began yeah. uh, under Lyndon B. Johnson. I mean, it's it's been renamed and renamed and renamed. It's, it is formally known as Welfare. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: This is why I have people on, because I'm not smart enough to talk about all these things. And you're obviously the expert. So this has gone back for, golly, Lena B. Johnson 60, 70 years ago or 60 years ago, I guess yeah. now. So, I did
1: get that right, right? He, he did start I, the war on poverty. If not, I'm going to be think, very embarrassed. I think
0: <laughs> that's right. If, you, if you're wrong, everybody will forgive you because I, I think you're correct, correct on that. I'm with Megan Spurgeon, the director at Empower UC, Empower Upper Cumberland. So phenomenal the information she's given us. We have a little bit more with her coming up next here on Local Matters. This has been Rogers. We'll be back right back after this break. What's
1: so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away. Out of state, corporate headquarters, or or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your
0: locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve
1: businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart.
0: Welcome back to Local Matters. This is Ben Rogers with Megan Spurgeon, the director of Empower UC. Um, Again, just so excited you're here, Megan, for all the information you're talking about with what Empower UC does. And we're going to roll right into the Highlands Training Center. The $25 million grant comes in. Y'all find a, y- you know the need and how, how this training center comes about with your collective group. Mm-hmm. What is the Highlands Training Center specifically going to do?
1: So Highlands Training Center is working to upskill, basically, the families that we have coming through the program. So as families come in and apply, we'll be sharing the information about the um, resources available for them at the Highlands Training Center. Long term, I think it's something that can be more community-based and that other entities can utilize that training center for, and I think that's the goal. But for our purposes with Empower, they come through our funnel We get them enrolled. We verify that they are eligible to receive services, and then we begin referring them over to the training center. So we had a preview of the AIM High curriculum this past uh, this past week, I believe, and it was very, very cool. Very intuitive software that they have um, gotten from Win Learning, actually. So they have developed this. curriculum, basically, specifically for the needs that w- that our employers are saying that they have for their employees, which is super cool. Um, there's a lot of information in that curriculum about kind of they get a baseline of where you are, where you stand with different, you know, your reading level, math level, things of that nature and how you communicate effectively. And then that that approach is tailored on that software to help basically upskill families as they're going through it. And we talked a lot and had really great brainstorming session this past week. And, um, you know, we really want our teenagers that are going through this that are mature enough and ready for that type of thing when their parents are doing it to partner it up to have them go together. And I can't think of a better way to really, you know encourage a family and to really transition that family into a way and, and moving them out of poverty then looking at it from both angles of the children teenagers and the adults that's pretty neat yeah
0: that's cool so how do you identi- uh, <clears throat> how do you identify the participants that are eligible.
1: So, okay, so um, everyone goes through our website to apply empoweruppercumberland.org dot org, or okay. they can call our eight three three number. Um, it's eight three three E M um, I know that better than the actual numbers, but we'll make sure to get that out there too. But if they don't have access to apply online through their cell phones or computer, they can always give us a call, and we can do that application for them over the phone. Um, so they apply there. We just verify that they are, in fact, a, a family. That's first and foremost. Everyone has to be a family. If you don't have children in the household, you're not going to be eligible. So you and I would not be eligible for this program. Right. We have no children. Right. So um, that that's the first thing we check. And then we have to make sure that they do meet the qualifications of TANF, which is essentially being low income in some way or another. So if they're receiving uh, food stamps or Families First TANF, um, if they're on free and reduced lunch, if they're living in Section 8 housing or receiving 10 care, they're going to be automatically eligible. So we just have to get proof of that, do the enrollment paperwork and get them put into the system. There is a um, research component to this, which we haven't even talked about. I'm probably su- surprised you right now, but um, 50% of the, the group it is a complete coin flip. They're randomized into the full services group or a partial service group and then after 1 year they can move over to the full services group. Gotcha. So there's a layer there and then once that happens anyone in the full service group we're going to talk to them about highlands and get them connected with them to go forward.
0: And and I want I want to talk more about that for sure but so I'm going to and I'll give this information out again at the end of the show mm-hmm. empoweruppercumberland.org mm-hmm. go to that website apply Yes. And then you'll go through the process and TANF will verify and make sure, you know, make sure you your family. You do have children because if you don't have children, you won't be eligible. And then the number is 833 emp Yeah. I, I can't believe I got it right the first time you said I'm it. I'm very impressed. I, I can't believe it. I'm impressed with myself. <laughs> so I'll give that information at the end. Th- because, again, one of the reasons I'm having you here is not only tell us about it, but to get the information out to folks that this can help and that they want to be helped. And Absolutely. and I guess that's part of it, too, is to to help somebody, most of the time they have to have the desire to be helped, correct? Absolutely. I I don't know, and we may not have gotten to this point, and this just come to my head. Part of the training structure um, at the Highlands Training Center, and again, I will have those folks that are actually doing that on at a later date, But do you know, Megan, as as part of the training structure? Because some people out here don't feel like they're worthy to be helped. Some people don't feel like they don't matter enough. Is there some kind of mechanism or... Class or anything to build up confidence, to empower their self esteem, to give them the mental capacity and ability to think, hey, I'm worthy of doing this. Is that That's, part? Of-
1: yeah, and I don't even think you knew that. So it's awesome that we do have an answer for that. Awesome. Um, and it's called Circles USA. That's a component that we're doing in house with our navigators. Um, we actually have started the first Circles chapter in the state of Tennessee. They've been around for over 30 years, have been in 80 different, um, communities currently throughout the United States and into Canada. Um, it's a very cool relationship-based model for case management. And it's a 12 week program that we go to at night. We've had some amazing donations for, uh, those meals throughout the, throughout the last, uh, almost a year now that we've had that chapter open in Putnam County. We're opening our circles chapter in White County, um, here in the next month or two. And that 12 week program, the, 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 They happen to have all been females that went through this first cohort and they have bonded and become such good friends. They were all very, no one really knew each other when they got there. And now they see each other every week. Their kids are good friends together. I mean, it is just a really cool situation. And Circles also pairs allies with those families as well, which are volunteer mentors in the community who are partnered up with a circle leader to basically, hey, tell me what it is you want to do. I can open up some doors for you. The, the best way for families to come out of poverty other than having a two-income household is to go across cl- class lines and to have friendships and people in another class than them. So if this is the lower class, if they have middle and high cl- and, um, high class friends, they're, they're going to have doors open for them that they wouldn't have had otherwise.
0: That blows me away, to be honest with you. Uh, no, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. But I'm I was just thinking about <clears throat> just the people I know and I deal with in the community and I shouldn't say deal with, but work with, uh, meet, and, and um, have the opportunity to talk to. Some people just don't feel like they are worthy to improve. Yeah, it breaks my heart completely yeah. because everybody out here, uh, if you're capable of communicating and learning, um, you you can better yourself and your family, mm-hmm. and sometimes the desire just has to be there and the confidence has to be there and so that's awesome so and I think you told me last week that's Circles USA is out of New Mexico is that Mm -hmm. where it started? Yeah. Um, And so do they that 12 week program is prior to going to the Highlands Training Center? It
1: it, it could be both. Both? Okay. It could be Consecutive, It could okay. be uh, either way. Concu- thank you. That was the word yeah. I was looking no,
0: for. I, I'm with you. <laughs> we, we got each other's back. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's awesome information to know. So they go through the process, they apply, and then they're accepted. Mm-hmm. What happens after they're accepted?
1: So at that point, they have been assigned an Empower Navigator. So that's one of the 24 positions that we've put into this grant. We have at least one in every county throughout the Upper Cumberland. And um, that navigator is going to help them, you know, okay, here's where you are and here's where you want to be. Let's develop a path for how you're going to get there. Um, is there additional resources and wraparound services we need to pull in here? Does Do we need to talk to WIOA or adult education or, you know, basically understanding what it is that they possibly need and then help me, helping them cut through the red tape to get there? Because there is just so much, you know, there's... Every program has a different application, has a different system, all that good stuff. So kind of helping them cut through the red tape and, and helping them meet their goals.
0: Does someone have to have a high school diploma or GED to...
1: It go? does not matter. Does not matter. Mm-mm.
0: There's no restriction on that. No, and actually
1: okay. we have um, built into the program educational and employment milestone payments that can go to the families that are in that navigation group. As they are meeting goals throughout their you know throughout their journey, we're going to help support them financially. And there's a whole another thing on this with the benefits cliff. And what happens as people start making more money and that they lose subsidies faster than, they can, than they're making, basically. So we're there to try and help them over that benefits cliff so that they can continue on.
0: That's great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm glad I have one more segment with you after this break. This has been Rogers on Local Matters with Megan Spurgeon. She's with Empower UC. We'll be back just a moment after this break. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers on the last uh, segment with Megan Spurgeon. She's the director from Empower UC. Powerful information so far. Empowering information, if I want to (laughs) be cliche and use the term. Um, So we talked about the process for individuals. And, again, I'll give out the information. Well, I can give it right now, and I'll give it out again. If you're interested in going through the programs at Highlands Training Center, uh, the way to apply is empoweruppercumberland.org. Go to the website, submit an application there'll be a process for review remember you 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 can't you you're not you, you should have kids so if you don't have kids you're not going to be eligible and then TANF is going to look at where you are uh, as far as the finances go and your your status there you can call if you want more information 833-367-9782 833-367-9782 call that number get you more information and you can start the process so now they've applied they've been accepted they're they're going to the Hollis training Center. How long is the program and what do they expect to see there?
1: Yeah so the program is eight weeks long. I believe it's eight hours a week but when you have Ryan on he can confirm that for you for sure. Um, And they're working to adapt the schedule to meet the needs of the families that are interested in attending. So the set schedule is not currently set. Um, They want to it'll be you know, it's going to be different depending on what's going on in that family. If they're currently working, you know, eight to five, then we're going to have to look at some alternate opportunities to do those classes. So they go through the eight weeks. Um, there's, I believe they're going to be doing some other stuff outside of the wind system with some like mock interview type things. Um, you know, making sure the dressing appropriately for the job you're applying for kind of having those conversations. Another component I didn't even speak to in the, um, curriculum that they have developed through that AIM High curriculum includes n- not necessarily budgeting, but understanding what it is that you want in your life. Like, how, you know, do you have pets? Do you have children? Do you have all these different things and knowing how much it's going to cost you and then finding you a job in the field that will meet that income demand. Um, so that's a very cool component of it as well. So from there, we are going to be working with the area area employers through the Upper Cumberland Local Workforce Board, to make them aware of this training also so that when they have somebody apply and they say that I have my Aim High certification from Highlands Training Center, that light bulb will go off of, oh, this person has taken it upon themselves to go through this training. They are, you know, have a lot of their day-to-day needs met through Empower already. This is a candidate that I'm going to be able to trust. You know, they're not going to have the transportation issues or child care issues because we're going to be working on them with a plan to have a backup to your backup for those types of things. So it's, it's kind of just that brand recognition of this is somebody that I want to give a chance for this position.
0: And I believe, and I'm not asking you to confirm if you know, you can confirm, but again, this would probably be for Ryan and, and, and his team to answer too, but I believe from what I've told, when you if you you know you have children, but if you don't have anywhere to take them, there's going to be daycare provided while you attend the training at the housing training center. We are going to work
1: on that. Yes. yes, yeah, we are going to work on that. We we were able to um, do that through circles. We do have child care provided through volunteers, um, while the the parents can focus on their own goal setting. The kids are all in, in a classroom together at the um, the church that we're at. So that is something we are thinking about and working on, and we have the money to help pay for it. We just need to find the right location for them to be.
0: Right. And so the reason I say that, you all, Empower UC, uh, the Chamber, all your collective partners, Tech and everybody that's worked on this, are removing those barriers so people can do this. Absolutely. Really... I, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but there's really no excuse. If you really want to do this mm-hmm. and you qualify, mm-hmm. you can do it Yeah. because you are providing the services, um, all the needs you're, you're providing for those needs uh, for those people to make it happen to be uh, in this training program to get what they need to go out in the workforce and earn a high paying job uh, w- it, more than what they're earning now mm-hmm. uh, if they're working and if they're not working to, be gain- to have gainful employment and be consistent and, and get above that poverty line. Absolutely. So ask questions, right? Mm-hmm. Don't hesitate to ask Megan, her team, anybody involved with this, the collective partners. Ask those questions. Get on the website and call the number. We've got more information about it. But it's just uh, I want to remind everybody this is an opportunity for you if you're listening and or if, you, if you're if you a person out there that has a friend or a family member that needs to know this. Give them the information we've given you. I'll give it to you one more time, the contact information. Uh, it's, it's just a great opportunity for those people. Um, so a couple follow-ups from what sure. we've talked about. And and this is important going forward, but, you know, you have the $25 million grant, um, and that's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm, <laughs>
0: not, I'm not going to ask you to go through the budget right now because I'm sure you don't know every detail. You, you would be
1: shocked at how close I would probably know it. Oh, well,
0: I wouldn't be surprised, but that's a lot, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a, a huge lot of grant. Parts. I think
1: it may even be the largest grant that the Upper Cumberland has received. I think that's right. Like
0: Talking yeah. to the mayors and, and the chamber, I think it is. What is the, What are the plans to provide funding that's uh, uh, additional funding? Funding going forward to keep make sure this is sustained.
1: Yeah, so that's something that we actually built into this as well because this is a twenty five million dollar three year grant. So you know the the money is obviously plenty. That the length of time is what kind of. Makes you a little bit nervous, I guess you could say. Um, but what we're doing is we're going to prove ourselves first. We're going to show that this model is working. We're going to get the families in the door and show what we're doing is working and having an impact on our community. And then we're going to go forward to look for additional grants to show how to, we can, how we can continue this long term, uh, private funding mechanisms as well as, is really a great opportunity, some endowment type, um, ways of going about getting this to, To continue long term and we're not going to need it at the capacity level that it's at currently either. You know, there's a lot to do to get 50 staff up and running, you know, computers and furniture and all of that stuff that the level we won't we won't need that funding level long term. Um, but another cool part of that is the Cookville Regional Medical Center Charitable Foundation is creating a restricted fund specifically for Empower and is looking to to go after money and get donations for money to keep this going long term. So that's a little bit of what they're, they're doing on their end, among other things as well. Um, but that's really, you know, th- we want to prove the model first and then we want to help find some ways to sustain it long term.
0: Well, you've got a great team to help Absolutely. prove that model. I, I think the people that are in place... Are fantastic people have great hearts and they know the mission and they're they're there to serve and and that's what we need is the best public servants we can find. I I don't want to jump back and forth, but I saw something I written down. You talked about the empower navigator and the path. Mm-hmm. So there's different paths. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so you, not everybody that goes through this has to go down the same path. Absolutely. Are there? Do you know what the different paths are? Have you all identified those paths? Yeah. Yet?
1: Yeah. So that that's that um, education pathway so that we have a higher education um, view that's going to be happening at Tennessee Tech. Not everybody needs to go to a four year school or even a community college. We want to let them know what the, the different opportunities are for them at the higher education level. So we have that education pathway. We have the employment pathway where workforce, the workforce board in Highlands is um, kind of directing that. And in that community pathway, some people have the education they want or don't want more education and or are employed, but they may just need a little bit of help from the community and a few doors to be opened to get where they want to go long term. So, And everybody's pathway is going to be completely different. You know, no one is going to get the same plan, the same services. Um, we have a, an image on our website that's kind of like a highway and there's all these different turnoffs that you can go down for the different programs we have available. And we've talked a lot about our core partners That's just the partners that are specifically funded through this grant, but we have a lot of kind of secondary partners as well. Our faith-based community is a huge piece to that. Um, We have had a lot of great input from them, and that's another great resource for our community. So um, there's just a lot of different, yeah, no pathway is going to be the same. And one thing I do want to say too, um, back to the enrollment piece, if people think don't think they're eligible, that, let us determine that. Right. You know, just go ahead and apply. If you are at all interested, we will determine whether or not you're going to be eligible. So that's just something I always say, is we can figure that out for you. Don't count yourself out when there's something that we may know that you don't.
0: So let's again, great information. Let's talk about... The difference between the Highlands Training Center that is just now starting and the Tennessee Rehabilitation Center.
1: Yeah, and actually, I think that there is a name change forthcoming for those centers. Um, I don't know if it's public knowledge yet, so I'll keep that one okay. to myself. But um, the Tennessee Rehabilitation Centers are um, created through the Department of Human Services through vocational rehabilitation. So there's several different um, individual or several different teams in that building that work with individuals with disabilities to help upskill them in a very similar way but a different way than highlands training center so that's a, a great opportunity for they're not you know necessarily i guess laid out in this grant but um we, we had a great meeting with them this week as well and and um can always co-refer back and forth for those individuals yeah so Highlands is focusing more on you know everything we've talked about and then that's what the TRC does yeah Highlands is providing those
0: pathways you Mm -hmm. just talked about so you have the education the community the and the employment side of it and then the Tennessee Rehabil- Rehabilitation Centers vocational side. Yes. So that's really, the, I guess, the biggest difference between the two. Um, employment partners. Once somebody gets through the eight weeks, have you all identified those employment partners? Is that still ongoing? Do we?
1: Yeah. So that's ongoing right now, and that's something that we are coming up with what we want that name to be. Um, a preferred employer is something that's come up, or an empower um, certified employer. You know, whatever that may be. But um, the Workforce Board has done a great job of reaching out to different industries and different sectors to identify who would be willing to be champions for us, for a a good place for us to funnel um, our families to. So we want to be able to provide them with training that makes them, you know, a good both ways. We want to really just upskill everyone and make sure everyone's aware of how this can all work together.
0: I think it's important to say, too, on the TANF side. just because we got this $25 million over three years doesn't mean we're ineligible for any the additional TANF grants going forward. We're always going to be able to apply. I was eligible and and may still continue to get other TANF grants that actually supplement this too. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's not like I don't want people to get, you know, well, I guess you've got all that you're going to get from TANF for a while. That's not true.
1: Not true. Yeah, they have they have are pushing out community grants constantly and there's even been a, a couple bills lately to extend the length of time on some of the reporting and things like that. So they do have that that pot of money that um, we could tap back into in the future and all we have to do to do that would be to prove that what we're doing is working and when you have this many partners working together for the same goal i I just don't see how it can't be successful
0: yeah i'm glad you said that because um again i'm just thankful for everybody that's here just working hard and and there's so many partners through community and and our successful businesses and industries here they're all in our churches are all in We're in the Bible belt, folks. We still believe God's awesome, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) And he is awesome. And so um, there's a big, big drawing in and and, uh, togetherness that we, I'm going to use the word again because that's why you're here. We empower people to be Mm -hmm. what they want to be and to provide a better life for them. And as my role, as a a public servant, my goal is to give everybody an opportunity to have the best quality of life possible. Quality of life is it can be deemed different by everybody's viewpoint. Whatever that is, I want you to have it. Absolutely. And that you want them to have it. So, Megan, thank you for being here.
1: Absolutely. Thank You've been you for wonderful. having me. Yeah, I've, you're I've amazing.
0: It. I'm so thankful for you. Thank God for you, your family, and what you're doing for our community. I'm, I'm just so happy I got to know you. Folks, hope you have a great weekend. Thank you my producer, Jake. Uh Thank you for helping me out, buddy. Uh Megan, if you need anything for me, let me know. Absolutely. And remember, folks, it's always easier to smile than it is a frown. Make somebody's day. Give them a hug and smile at them. We'll see you next week.